from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. We spend, as sports fans, a lot of time trying to figure out what goes into the teams that win all the time and what goes into the teams that lose all the time, right? And and you try to get to the root of it so you know what to expect. And if you could figure it out, let me know, and, and I will drive to a place where it is legal and I will play sports pets with our newfound bit of, of unbelievable information. But it is rare when you get like a, a control to the experiment, right? When uh, a new owner takes over, usually you're just judging that owner. It's rare when two owners take over in the same state at the same time in different leagues so they're not competing against each other and you just get to track their success or failure next to each other, right? It's like uh, if if uh, identical twins were born but separated at birth and you got to watch them develop in two different cities and it's, it becomes an interesting thing, right? Uh, what's the difference between Tom Dundon and David Tepper? Because if you could figure out that, you, you might be able to figure out what the difference is between winning in the playoffs for five consecutive years like the Carolina Hurricanes have and losing the highest percentage of games in the NFL since 2019 like the Carolina Panthers have. That is like the ultimate up and down. I forget what book it was. It may have been Outliers, maybe. Uh, Outliers may have been like Freakonomics, one of those books where they're like, we're going to make you think. Um <laughs> That's how I imagine the author sitting down to write them. I'm gonna make them think. Uh, but the, they they did a like a case study on two twins that were named winner and loser. Right, parents had the great idea of naming twins winner or loser, and and I might be paraphrasing this, but it's in a book somewhere. You can Google it. Um, and I I believe it was winner became a criminal and loser became a police chief. Their literal names were winner and loser. And there were a bunch of hypotheses on on why that happened. One of them was because Win couldn't hide his name, loser could be called Lou. So he had like more of a normal, but Winner had all this pressure on. I don't know. It's, it's the you know the reasoning. I'm sure there's smarter uh, uh, anthropologists that have dove, dove into that scenario than I have. But I look at uh, <laughs> I look at the the Carolina Hurricanes and David Tepper, or sorry, the Carolina Hurricanes and Tom Dundon and the Carolina Panthers and David Tepper. And I kind of think of that, right? Because when they took over, the Panthers had recently been to a Super Bowl. They had a MVP former at quarterback. They would be the ones called the winner. The Carolina Hurricanes have been, what, pretty much a decade of, of not being very good. They would be the ones called loser. Yet five years later, <laughs> the Canes are the one on top and the Panthers are the one on bottom. One of these is not like the other. Not how you would have expected that to go. Plot twist. Is the difference in these teams the owners? Are the owners just the product of what what was there? Is like there again, anthropologists could study the owners of the Carolina professional sports franchises and, and come up with more. But I I'll tell you right now, uh Tom Dundon became the majority owner of the Canes on January eleventh, twenty eighteen. Four months later, David Tepper became the majority owner of the Panthers. Since then, it's been diametrically opposed results, right? One's going up, one's going down. 
I think it's the build. I think it, it's 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 being confident in your decisions, and this is the hard part: being right. David Tepper feels very reactive, right? He makes a decision. Oh, I'm not getting the results I want right away. Next decision, next decision, next decision. I want you to make a splash for quarterback. Oh, that didn't work. Give me another quarterback. Oh, that didn't work. Give me another quarterback. Oh, that didn't work. Trade up and get me the number one overall quarterback. Right? It's, it's, unfortunately, that's not the way teams are built. Meanwhile, if you look at what Dundon did with the Canes, guess what he did? He took his time. He invested in individuals that he was confident in. And then he got the heck out of the way. You could easily boil down the differences to two hires apiece. Right? Could have easily hired it down to Dundon looking in-house, but but also making the investment in Brindamore and Waddell, convincing at, at times uh, them to take the opportunities he wanted to provide, but knowing who he wanted and giving them the space to do it, mm-hmm. and the Panthers going with, with fitter and rule. If, if you give David Tepper the same level of hire at Fitterer and Rule at that time when he hired those two positions, GM and head coach, as Dundon got when he promoted Waddell and, and kept Brindamore, the Panthers are likely in a place that is as successful as the Canes. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. I think I think it could really be that that simple. It's the build, it's getting it right, it's taking your time, it's doing it the right way because it's a lesson like life lesson, right? And I know <laughs> I, I never have, so I doubt many of you are like, you know, I need a life lesson. I need someone to give me a kick in the pants to turn my life around. Uh, I'm going to go to the, the local sports radio host. Let's let's see what he's got for me. But there is a lesson in, in if you do something right the first time, you won't have to do it again. Right? It's, it's you know, since I moved here, we bought a house. And there's a lot. We've been doing a lot of the home improvement stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And there's almost always a way you can put a Band-Aid on it. Right. There's almost always a way. Yeah, we could fix it doing this or we could fix it with the cheaper material or, okay, if you're going to do it, we, you know, you could do this. And, but then almost always like, yeah, in two or three years, you have to do it again. Or you could spend a little more. You could put a little bit more time if you're DIYing it. You could go do it right. You know, hey, maybe it takes you two weekends to do it rather than one weekend. And you have to have the, the plastic stuff covering your, your kitchen for an extra week, which is an inconvenience. But if you do it right, you're only going to have to do it once, right? And it'll last you 25 years. That's the difference, right? If you do it right the first time, you don't have to do it again. 
Dundon hired the right guys and has also negotiated with them to make sure they stick around and mm-hmm. have gotten deals done and those sorts of things. And and because of that, he's like, it's almost set in forget it mode. All right, you guys got the hockey. I'm going to go focus on baseball over here. All right, you guys got that going on. I'm going to be over here. Tepper, meanwhile, it seems like he's getting more and more involved in Carolina because it's like it's not working, so he can't he can't set it and forget it. Right, it's he's now to the point where it's like I didn't do it right the first time, so now I got to go do it again a year later, and again two years later, and again half a year later. And, and you know he's he's going to become really good at interviewing candidates, but he's he hasn't shown that he's the best at hiring them or deciding when to keep them. If you're looking for like you know it's been said a billion times, if you're looking for a get rich quick scheme, they don't you know buy a lottery ticket, but that's not a good investment. Yeah, probably not out there. Right, it's the uh, 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 oh gosh, what's the guy's name? Um, Jeremy Piven. I was uh watching a podcast with Jeremy Piven, who plays Ari Gold in Entourage, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, also the Dean in Old School. Yes. Um, and he said he won break. Uh, he was at some acting awards, and he won uh, breakthrough new actor when he was thirty seven and had been in like forty five movies. <laughs> he was like, I went, I broke through after. 17 years in the business and I'd been in 45 movies. That's kind of the thing, right? You got to, you got to do it the right way. And then it feels like, Oh, it just popped out of nowhere. But it's, if you do it the right way, it didn't actually pop out of nowhere. You just, you did it right in the, in the behind the scenes. As Matt Roll would famously say, it took Jay-Z seven years to become an overnight sensation. Yeah. I, I, I intentionally did not choose the yes. same example, <laughs> although the sentiment is there. Yes. Not everything Matt Rule said was dumb, but just the execution of it was, wasn't yeah, always yeah, the best. Yes. But you mentioned— By the way, you've ruined—your your little Matt Rule impression yeah. has ruined at the end of the day for me. At the end of the day, I now pick it out of, like, normal conversations I'm having. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, little Easter egg at for At the you. end of the day. <laughs> that, was, that was audio. That was not you. People are people are like, wow, he's got really good. At the end of the day, yeah, pretty close. Uh, on the on this week's Pack Therapy, the podcast I host with Mike Lennon about NC State football, Mike drops in at the end of the day. He says it, and do you know what he says after that? Neither do I, because the whole time he was talking after that, all I could think of was, oh, there's the Matt Rule at there the end is. of the day. There's the the impression from fake Matt Rule. Um, going back to what we were saying, though, mm-hmm. the honestly at the end of the day you you could say it's like three bad hires or three bad decisions mm-hmm. that have set these these franchises on vastly different trajectories right carolina hurricanes are the only team in the nhl that has won a in the postseason each and every one of the last five years they are the stanley cup betting favorite and i'm guessing that won't change they were in the preseason i'm guessing that hasn't changed since they won their first game last night the Carolina Panthers are a dumpster fire. You could argue it's like two or three bad decisions, two or three good decisions that change that. But you could also say, like it's kind of like the same thing, right? It's not just those decisions. It's what did you value in hiring those positions? It's what were you looking for? Uh, you know, I thought Adam Gold made a really good point on our show yesterday when he joined us when he said uh, to Steve Wilkes, it, he didn't just want to be a head coach in the yeah. NFL. He wanted to be a head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Yes. Uh, Rod Brindamore didn't just want to be a head coach uh, in the NHL. He wanted to be an NHL head coach, but he wanted to be the Carolina Hurricanes mm-hmm. head coach. And and recognizing the value in that is something Dundon did 
and Tepper didn't. Yep. Right. So it's it's you could say like, oh, the high the three bad hires, but it's also like it's not just the hire. It's what were you valuing when you were looking into the hire? It's your your priorities. It's it's so much more than just you picked the wrong guy. It's you valued the wrong things. You evaluated incorrectly. You gave bad contracts. You uh, and now you're at the point where if you fire Frank right quickly, you, your hiring process is going to be even more difficult because people aren't going to want to come coach for you. It's amazing how David Tepper has come from an organization like the Pittsburgh Steelers, which has been the the model of stability when it comes to professionals. Where sports. he was the minority stakeholder. He was a minority stakeholder, but that's where he comes from. Like that's the that, that is the model, not just for the NFL, but really across all pro sports. That's the model of consistency, stability, right? They've had what three head coaches since the mid sixties: Chuck Knoll, Bill Cowher, Mike Tomlin. Yeah, and it's amazing that. In five seasons, David Tepper's gone from Ron Rivera to Matt Rule to interim Steve Wilkes and now Frank Reich. Like, this dude has hired more mm-hmm. head coaches than the Steelers have had the the organization he came from. I was like, wait a second. Did you not learn anything from the, your previous place? Did you not pay attention? Or or I'll even go this far with it, right? Uh, how different at the end of their tenures were Ben Roethlisberger and, and Cam Newton treated? Very differently. Wildly different, right? Wild. Ben Roethlisberger could have stunk for another two years if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. They weren't going to bench him. Oh, <laughs> uh, Cam meant Newton, too much of that organization. And and you could argue Super Bowls versus MVP. Cam meant a lot to that franchise. Oh, it meant everything. And and you know you know he didn't have the rings, but he got to the game. <laughs> he, he got there. Not many quarterbacks he, do. He won an MVP. He laid his body on the line, and it was just a, a different way to treat it. It's almost like he's you know. How funny would it be if you were in the the ownership suite with the Roonies for for all those years, and then you leave and you're like, "Gosh, they were doing everything wrong." That really stable franchise that hasn't had a losing season in 15 years and has you know multiple Super Bowls this decade and six of them in the in the. Gosh, I have so many ideas on what they were doing horrendously. It's amazing how some people just want to just show up and be like, "I'm the smartest guy in the room." Do you, actually, you know what? That, you don't have to be. If I if I were a coach or a GM and I were dealing with a very, very meddling owner, I think you'd have to early put your foot down. Yeah. And and you you might get fired over it, but I think you'd have to say, like, listen, I've dedicated my life to football. If you're Frank Reich, right, you were a college quarterback, a pro quarterback, and a coach. Like, your adult life has been spent in the game of football. David Tepper, Appaloosa management is his life's work, yeah, right? He, he is a hedge fund. He studies different things than football. I would have to look at him and say, like, let's say, okay, let's say. And there's a lot of lot of uh, uh, chitter-chatter out there that Frank Reich wanted C.J. Stroud and David Tepper wanted Bryce Young. Mm-hmm. Frank Reich would have to go into the room knowing this could go bad and I could lose my job. But he'd have to go in and say, listen. I dedicated my life to this thing. You hired me because I've dedicated my life to this sport. And I know I would rather and I would have more success with C.J. Stroud than Bryce Young. And I have X amount of people in the facility that I've consulted with that agree with me. If you want Bryce Young, it's your. this is your little toy, right? You own the whole building. Fine. I'm not your guy. If you believe in me, you believe in C.J. Stroud. And I think you have to do that just to establish the the ground rules, right? And it's either going to work or it's going to not, right? You're either if it works, guess what? Give the owner give the owner credit. Oh, David Tepper backed me the whole way. And and if it doesn't work, because there'll be credit to go around if it does work. If it if and if it doesn't, 
don't worry about it because you're going to lose your job anyway. But at least you went down with, with your convictions. I, and I'll just say it one more time. I want to see more convictions in anything from Frank Wright. Seems like the guy's kind of always like, well, we could, we try not to, we're, we're going to do, we're going to have some conviction in something. S- believe in yourself. If you f- stand for nothing, what do you fall for? I chose William Peace University because of the small class sizes. I feel that you get more one-on-one time with teachers with class sizes, like about 16 per teacher. You can really get that one-on-one help a lot of students need. A 12 to 1 student to faculty ratio is just one of the many reasons students choose William Peace University. Extra attention starts day one for career planning with their Career Services Center. Find out all they have to offer at peace.edu.